thank you so much everybody for tuning in to another episode of real talk with adriana today i am sitting down with dana sherman with equitable savings and loan in brush so first off dana thank you so much for joining me today thank you for having me it's very nice to be here. Great. So a couple of generic questions. Um, tell us a little bit about you um, and Equitable Savings and Loan, how long you've been working there, how long have you guys been around? Um, I have been with Equitable for three years now. Um, Equitable's been around for 55 years, I think. Wow. Um, we specialize in mortgage loans. Um, we do, we service... Um, we service most of our loans. We keep, we do, you know, very we do conventional loans, chaffa loans, RD loans. Um, and uh, the nice thing about Equitable is it's a nice small town, so you're dealing with me, and you know I'm taking care of your stuff, and we can we can do whatever we need to do to make sure that you're taken care of, and and uh, and sometimes you know I can. If you come with me at one angle, sometimes we might have to, you know, look at things and, you know, it's easy to work with, work with a local lender and, uh, you're not going to, we're not going to sell your loan, you know, unless you do CHAPA, but we're still service everything and, um, so. Yeah. That's cool. Because there's a lot of <laughs> banks that don't service their own stuff mm-hmm. anymore. They just get yeah. sold yep. right away to some other place. Yeah, the online ones, as soon as you close that loan, they're selling it to somebody else and, mm-hmm. Um, with us, you're always going to have us there to work with you and, and, uh, it makes it, it makes it nice. Cause yeah, I know, I know some of the biggest frustrations people have is, you know, my loan's been sold three times and I don't even know where to send my payment anymore. And so yes, yeah. that's true. I've actually ran into somebody <laughs> that that happened to, that they bought a house. It's been like four or five years, mm-hmm. but they're like, I, it's been switched so many times. I don't. And I think every time their payment went up or mm-hmm. something, and they don't really understand why, and they don't know who to call to mm-hmm. get clearance on why did my payment go up. Yeah. I was supposed to have a fixed interest rate, but uh-huh. it's way more than what it was now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You got where you you get sent through a phone <laughs> a phone tree, and you might get to talk to a human person. So. Yeah. That's, yep. Well, it's definitely a big plus that yeah. you guys service yeah. your own loans. And it's, I think for a lot of people, that's a big trust mm-hmm. thing. You can, I mean, you're making the biggest investment in your life for exactly. most people. Yep. You know, and you want to be able to trust the person sitting across from you that's issuing the loan. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're not going to lie to you and tell you, yeah, you have a low interest rate, but then mm-hmm. a year down the line, you find out it was actually yep. flexible and. Yeah. They don't take the time to explain everything to you, maybe. Yep, yep. Yeah, the online the online stuff can be kind of scary. I know it's convenient and easy, but and they might promise you a low rate, but they're you know, working a lot into fees, and they might be paying more in fees. We keep our fees low and our rates low. I think we have a really good, really good product to offer. Thank you. So as far as the initial process for, say, like a CHAFA loan mm-hmm. um, or an FHA loan, one question that I get asked a lot from people is how much money do I need to have, mm-hmm. you know, or save up to get started? So what would you say is a good amount for people to save up um, to kind of get started? 
the big with the chaff alone, you know, you, you really just need that initial thousand dollar investment. However, people always forget about you need to pay for your first year of homeowners insurance and get your escrow account set up. So, you know, if people can have three or four thousand dollars saved up, that's really helpful with those just getting the escrows because a lot of it you can you can roll in and Chaffa will, you know, can get a grant to to cover some of those costs. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, uh, with with our D, sometimes we can we can have even more rolled into it. Um, so if you have if you have at least a thousand, we can probably find a good product for you. Okay. Um, if you have a little bit more, we can get you a little bit better rate. Okay. If we don't have to go through our DE and, mm -hmm. um, but I know some of the first time home buyers, it's hard to get that initial investment, it is. but you know, it's not hopeless. It doesn't mean you, mm -hmm. you can't find something for you, but you do got to have at least a thousand dollars. Okay. And I think especially now that a lot of people may be getting tax returns, mm -hmm. so it's probably a good time to yeah. maybe save up that money if you're thinking of buying a house. And yeah. Maybe you can use that to buy down the rate or pay some of your closing costs so you yeah. don't have to ask the seller to pay all of it or Yeah. Anything and like a that. lot of times, you know, with those the first time home buyers, um, what the lenders are gonna wanna see, you know, if you're living with your parents and not paying rent, mm -hmm. um, start putting aside, you know, whatever what what you think you're if you're gonna be comfortable with the seven hundred dollar house payment maybe start putting $700 a month into a savings account so your lender can see that, yeah, I can make that $700 house payment. Because um, a lot of times, you know, I've been living with my parents, you know, I don't have anything in savings, the lender's going to say, how are you going to make this house payment if you haven't mm -hmm. been, you know, you haven't been making this payment now. But so. I never thought of that. That's actually <laughs> a really good tip just to kind of get in the rhythm mm -hmm. of, of paying that yeah. consistently. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is, you know, it is a big commitment. you got to be able to make that payment. So mm -hmm. maybe just start setting aside that payment. So. Yep. Well, once you can save that up for a little while, then you <laughs> then you've got your down payment. payment. Yep. <laughs> yep. That, that's actually, yeah, I had never thought of, <laughs> of that because I do, you know, especially a lot of people that, you know, maybe live with family and stuff mm -hmm. like that to to start or a younger couple that's maybe getting married and yeah. moving into their houses, it's probably something that they're not used to having to set aside. Yeah. So. Yeah. If you're not used to paying rent, that, that house payment can be a, can be a big chunk when you're first starting out. So yeah, well, in the habit of setting it aside is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And especially the way car, you know, house payments are going now, it's, it's mm -hmm. not a small amount no. to go from zero to $1,200 all mm -hmm. at once. Yeah. Well, it'll give you a better idea, too, of budgeting-wise. Mm hmm You know, maybe you want to pay a $1,000 payment, but if you're living with mom and dad, that seems easy. And then uh -huh. once you move out, you realize, uh-oh. Yeah, once you actually got to spend that $1,000 <laughs> on something. Maybe it doesn't last as long as I thought it did. Yep. yep. Good thinking. Hopefully that'll help somebody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, as far as getting qualified, um, do you guys mm -hmm. do a pre-approval or do you do a pre-qualification? We do a pre-qualification. Okay. Um, so, you know, we can we can take a look at everything. 
but it's not really an approval until we can verify everything that, you know, and, and then the property that, you know, make sure that the property can get, go through the appraisal, it has to appraise for enough, and, um, but yeah, we can do a pre-qualification and base it on, you know, what you, what you tell me as long as everything as long as, as long as everything <laughs> checks out, yeah. If you tell me you have an 800 credit score and it comes back at 510, then... We're in trouble. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would not be a good situation. Yeah. So while you guys are under contract on a property, what are uh-huh. the biggest things that you guys have come up on the buyer side? Um, timelines are always the, the hardest part. Usually just getting the appraisal, you know, get the appraisal ordered right off the bat because that's always seems to be the biggest hold up. So as long as, you know, as long as you're getting, because as a lender we need, you know, two years of tax returns and bank statements and pay stubs as long as you get that in in a timely manner and, um, and we, the appraiser comes through in a timely manner, mm-hmm. we usually get through that timeline pretty easily. So on the average home, what's your guys' kind of typical closing time for, say, like a USDA loan? The RD ones take a little bit longer because mm-hmm. RD ones need an inspection. Um, so you're probably looking at more like six weeks for RD. Okay. I'm usually conventional. I know realtors usually give us about a four or five week timeline, and we can usually do that. <laughs> as long as everything works out perfectly. That's, you, you never that's know. Everyone is different. Every single loan is different and unique, and so you know, just try to try to keep calm and get mm-hmm. everybody through it without too much stress. So. Well, I know a big thing that's starting to happen. I've seen a lot lately is like new construction. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have like new construction? Loans too. Mm-hmm. Yep, we can do new construction loans, and then we can do the permanent financing following. Okay. Yep. And with the new construction, it's twenty percent down up front, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But that can also, you know, if you buy the lot and you own the lot, you know, it's twenty percent of the total value of the, you know, so the lot can be considered the twenty percent. Okay. Also. That so. can work out. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, so any tips that you have for, you know, buyers that are kind of considering getting in the market in the coming months? Yeah. Um, I would say, you know, do a little bit of homework. Make sure you're comfortable with the price range that you're looking in. Um, you've got to be realistic, you know. Maybe sit down and come in and chat, and we can look at what kind of debt you have, look at the debt-to-income, and make sure that you're looking in the right price range and so you might be able to buy a little more house than you thought you could or mm-hmm. so. that's true because i have yeah. seen people that maybe aim really low thinking mm-hmm. that they're not going to be able to qualify for very much and then they go to the bank and they discover oh my god i qualify for mm-hmm. way more than they thought which yeah it's yeah. definitely good as long as you're in your budget. Yep, yep. Stay in your budget and start setting money aside. It helps to, you know, because there's always expenses during the process of mm-hmm. you know, buying the house and inspections and appraisals and all that stuff. So Very true. Yep. So now a couple more fun questions. Okay. Um, what is your favorite movie and why? Wow. My favorite movie. 
The first movie that comes to mind is Pure Country. I don't know why I love that movie, but it makes me bawl every time. <laughs> I can watch the last five minutes, just not even watch the whole movie, just watch the last the five last minutes, five and I'm minutes. bawling like I've watched the whole thing. So I love that movie. I don't know that I've seen that one. I'm going to have to look at it now. I'm, I'm a sucker for, you know, some of those. It's a, it's a, it's happy a movies, romance. So. It has George Strait in it. And, yeah, it's just so sweet. So. I'm going to have to look at it. <laughs> yeah, it's my Make favorite because it, it makes me weekend. fall. Like, ugly cry. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, the notebook does that for me. Yeah. Oh, I like that movie, too. Can't, yep. can't not watch it and not cry, you know? <laughs> And last question, who is the person or persons that most inspired you? Uh, You know, I think my mom has inspired me. Like, she, uh, she always worked really hard and uh, she was always trying to better herself. I mean, I mean, she was, she was a physical therapist and uh, she got her master's degree and she got her doctorate and um, but I mean, it took her 50 years to do, I mean, she, she was a physical therapist, but probably just got her doctorate 10 or 15 years ago and wow. just, she had the goal and she mm-hmm. worked her entire life to get there and she got it and then retired. So, you know, but yeah, so she always told me, you know, if it was, you gotta just keep plugging away. Nothing's going to be easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it. And that mm-hmm. was always always what she, you know, her kind of tagline was, so. Like, it's true, though. So, you know, if you if you want to keep going to school, keep going to school. You're, just, you're never too old to accomplish your goals. So, yeah, but my mom, my mom has shown me that. That's awesome. So, yeah. That's a really good goal, and I think that's a really good mindset to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very true. Well, thank you very much for all your tips and great information, Dana. Thank you. We appreciate you coming on. Thank you for having me. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening. If you haven't already, please be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of my future episodes. Also, if you enjoyed the content, please share it with a friend. And don't forget to send me any questions you have real estate related using the hashtag ask adriana o and i'll be sure to find time to answer them on one of my future podcasts thanks again guys and i hope you have a wonderful day